love is a baked sweet potato. Matt Hatton presents. This is a tough hurricane. One of the wettest we've ever seen. Sweet dudes, welcome to another episode of Corporate Punks. We're here with Henry Kruger from Running Wolf Rand. Dude, I'm so happy that I have a chance to actually chat with you properly. And actually meet face to face. Kind of like we met each other like 10 minutes ago. And uh, yeah, so it's nice to meet you too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been writing stuff for me for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's nice to put a face to your name yeah. and to your writing style. So, yeah, yeah, same here, man. I mean, like I think you're a really good editor. Like uh, I, I try my best to get my words right, but you always just clear it up all nice and stuff. Yeah, that takes time sometimes to go through some of the articles I get and especially of interviews some of the answers a lot of times you say it's an Atreo interview and yeah, then yeah. I've learned actually to go and say that it's actually somebody from that band yeah yeah which makes it a bit more accurate you know yeah 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 because also like uh, you get told oh you're going to interview a band and you, you don't know who's going to reply to all the questions and stuff. Yeah. So I always end up, I always end up trying to make jokes with guys and then they just end up laughing because I'm, I'm making a joke about a guy that's not even present. It's, in it's, to be honest with you, as I've been outsourcing the interviews to my contributors because yeah, yeah. I'm literally grown into the habit of asking the same damn questions. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, that's totally something that I don't want to fall into. Yeah. Um. So, and I, and I think it's sort of like a, a very diverse way of, doing things on yeah. the site because then you don't then you're not reading one interview about me the whole time yeah yeah and yeah yeah that's that's why i've been asking you and um <laughs> bianco which is my roaming reporter yeah. nowadays yeah yeah um to do that for me yeah. and i'm very thankful for it because it actually frees up a little bit of time on yeah side, so yeah, yeah i'm sure Cool, man. So let's just get the links and everything for the listeners. So what is the domain the guys can go and have a look uh, at? You can go, if you want to read Running Wheels Rant, uh, you can go to rwrant.ca.za. Um, we're also on Instagram, which yeah. is not a very active account, but that's rwrant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or rwrant.co's, I can't remember now. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a Running Wolf Rant page on um, Facebook, and we're also on Twitter. Yeah. And... Basically, but if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Lino Kruger and it's also at Lino Kruger on Twitter. So, yeah. yeah. And Have you noticed like like not many musicians are actually that active on Twitter in South uh, Africa? Um, it's actually died down. Yeah. I think I think it's because Twitter's sort of become like a ghost town. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually met a lot of my friends via Twitter mm. that I currently have now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, people like um, Boston Beer, and Bry Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a, a whole list of other people I met via Twitter. Yeah, yeah, Around yeah. about 2011 <laughs> yeah, yeah. up to about 2013. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then the, the fad died down a little bit. We, yeah. actually, we actually did a tweet up the one year at mm-hmm. Opikopi. Mm. Um, and this was because we were generating hype so much that Quib actually approached us. I mean, like, dudes, can you do this on deck? <laughs> uh, we can give you 70 people on there. Yeah, yeah. And we had over like 120 requests, people trying to get onto a deck for a tweet up. Sheesh. People trying to meet up with each other. So That's so yeah. cool. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't understand why Twitter isn't that popular though. I mean, it's it's weird, especially for like South Africa. We always have opinions. <laughs> I think the amount of users has increased, but uh, the way that people interact now, is, mm. is, is, is it's, it's sort of like, it's poison, um, dude. <laughs> it's poison in a way now because it's a lot more opinionated than it used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been putting, 
we were like early like adopters yeah it was more like about meeting friends and just interacting with people yeah yeah i yeah. mean i'm over a hundred thousand tweets but i think mm. i've seen 10 tweets this all year <laughs> so okay probably more than that because yeah, i am yeah. promoting blog posts on there yeah, but yeah i mean my follow count hasn't gone up or down it's just been sitting around five thousand for last year yeah so, yeah yeah it's, it's so weird it's such a weird thing twitter in this country just a, a, it's it's a, kind a, of dead i think it's because it's not really um people know facebook yeah. and then you got a handful of people go on twitter yeah and then you get people already go on twitter too much yeah so, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and i used there. to be that guy i'm not that guy anymore by the <laughs> way i'm just saying so i do enjoy following some of the interesting trends mm. like especially some of the hashtags moving around but oh man some of it is just so it's just the proper social media just that's poison man you just feel dirty after reading some of those tweets i mean we used to do like um trending things on there yeah yeah and then ask and we used to get like a million responses i mean i, I even went a few years ago and i asked for pick up your advice and people actually tweeted back and with a lot of things we actually made a blog post out of it nice and then i did it again and i actually did something asking people to describe copy as well which yeah. ended up being like I think 50 responses in a blog post with people calling copy copy kind of fun kind of funny things <laughs> yeah so but i mean that's that 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 whole crowdsourcing aspect of it is mm. completely yeah gone gone down because it's much harder to get something trending now than it used to be say like five years ago or oh, six yeah. years ago so yeah, yeah. definitely sweet man Alrighty, dude so when you started running wolf france about 11 years ago hey yeah well, it was in 2008 yeah, um yeah. funny story behind it is actually um at that point i was working as a customer care agent nice <laughs> so i was dealing with a lot of people bitching in my ears yeah 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 and um which wasn't a bad thing because like i actually learned a lot from it yeah um and i was actually chatting to someone online yeah and this girl was living in Cape Town and something. He's just like, geez, you have a lot to sell the world. <laughs> can you just like start a blog or something so you can get these like voiced opinions out? Yeah, and I yeah. was like, no, <laughs> no, are you, are you nuts? This, this is not going to work. Yeah. But I, I tried it as actually self-taught. I was playing around Blockspot. Yeah, at one yeah, point. yeah. I used to have Blockspot. Blockspot is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's a piece of crap. Because you can't really customize yeah. anything. Yeah, then yeah. I was on WordPress.com. Yeah, yeah. That didn't work either. And then somebody was like, if you truly want to play around with themes and things like, just get a freaking self-host to the main and WordPress and just do it. Yeah. So it's sort of started out funny with me, just featuring kind of like funny things I see online and things yeah. like that. So yeah. it wasn't really serious the first year. Mm -hmm. And then in 2009, um, I started writing a little bit more reviews here and there. I wasn't really promoting any events or anything like that. Yeah, it was yeah. just like, play around with a lot of things yeah but i did a movie feature and because i was i popped up on the radio radar because you had something called amatoma back then which was like a block ranking system mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i was in the top 10 in the country oh, cool. so i got featured on five of them <laughs> for writing an article about some vampire movie or something like that i can't <laughs> even remember twilight. <laughs> no, it was not Twilight. Just for the record, I think it was like Day Sleep or Day Walk or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, think, I think it's called Daylight. Uh, I, I can't even remember. Like yeah. But I mean, in the end, um, so that sparked interest, and then I realized that I could actually write reviews. So yeah, yeah. I went to have a copy of that year, and I wrote my first review. Yeah. And then uh, the year after, and this was still me paying for festivals and actually 
going oh. and things like that. Because nice. I've been going to gigs since the 90s. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, it's something, anything. I just can't believe I only started reviewing in 2009, which is sort yeah, of yeah. like a regret. But yeah. also, I think it happened at the right time. Yeah. So, um, and then 2010 started doing a little bit more here and there i think my one ramfest post back then for the Joburg one got a lot of traction mm. and i went normally i wasn't taking any photos or anything yeah, yeah. um with my girlfriend at that time we, we had a blaster so mm -hmm. I, I did a mini review of that yeah and then later in the year my old boss actually said if you do want to do something like rocking the gardens or something like that mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. have to provide properly for media so that's how i actually learned the whole media accreditation process mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't know anything before that so then i realized that if i do coverage and things like that that i could actually um get into these events and start documenting and yeah. documenting a scene yeah so and but I, that was 2010 so i wasn't doing it very seriously yeah, yeah. 2011 things <laughs> kicked in an overdrive yeah 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 because i rediscovered the scene yeah. on a different level because i was sort of like dormant i knew people like jack burr and Evels and yeah yeah and the antwerp yeah, yeah. Is, well, i don't even want to talk about them but <laughs> um because i don't think they're really relevant in my books but um to me uh then i realized that there's a whole scene that I wasn't actually following anymore. Yeah. So I think what sparked it initially was I went to this hotbox studios party. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which is which was run in this background of a house in Skuman Street <laughs> in in like Atfield. Yeah, yeah. People's cars used to get stolen outside, and yeah. this was literally a commune that the guys turned into the backyard, <laughs> turned it into a stage area with a bar, everything. Yeah, they didn't have a liquor license, oh, and they wait. had like 40 parties, and in there, and they never got busted. Yeah, for selling alcohol illegal, Dude. they only got busted for actually, <laughs> for actually for noise <laughs> so they got out there, it's like, no, it's too much noise. They never asked them if they didn't had a liquor ask license. About the booze or like <laughs> funny story is, um. Now those Oaks ended up um, without Dogbox Studios. You would mm -hmm. not have Arcade Empire. You would uh, not have yeah. Spark Acoustics. Yeah, yeah. Because all the acts involved, involved back then is all running kind of like events yeah. things now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I realized I realized that there's a scene I, I completely missed. Yeah, so yeah. So I ended up going to my first Spark Acoustics a, a, a week after that. Yeah. So I went to. Well, no, it wasn't a week. It was about three weeks after that yeah yeah and then oh yeah there's this little festival in broncos Parade, so i ended up going to where blues me truck a okay. week after that and the week after that i was in ramfest in cape town Jeez, a week dude. after that i was in ramfest in Joburg. Ah. so i did three festivals and my first book acoustics in four weeks <laughs> so that was a bit crazy oh, it's just because man, i dude. suddenly like jumped and i latched onto my passion yeah, uh, yeah and i had a shitty old fuji camera mm -hmm. wasn't really something spectacular yeah but i started taking photos because i wanted photos for articles yeah so yeah. so that kind of changed later in that year because yeah. i had a runner campaign on there we people had to actually crowdfund mm -hmm. uh, a competition mm. i think it was from momentum or mutual i can't remember now okay um but the person who raised the most money for was given gain thing back then because there was no fun to fund or anything back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'd run a new camera. Oh, cool. I feel like, like, well, let me try this. And mm -hmm. I think somebody I knew made a last minute donation literally a day before and yeah. I ended up winning a Canon 60D. Nice. So 
that's where my first camera came from <laughs> that I really did. And I won that a week before I went to Opikopi. Nice. On a media accreditation where I'm shooting my first Opikopi. So I didn't know how to use this thing properly, <laughs> but I figured it out eventually. Uh, and I ended up using this camera for eight years. Yeah, yeah. Until, wow. yeah. It just is good, dude, dude. Yeah. Sheesh. That's I think cool. I had to replace the shadow like four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... And that thing took a lot of knocks. I'm sure. Opikopi and all the festivals. Opikopi and things like that. I mean, so yeah. For the record, I've been to 20 Opikopis yeah. total. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, how would you be able to describe uh, Opikopi Fest to an international listener? Well, there is actually a quote that Steve East um, said on Running Wolves Riding a while ago. It's yeah, basically yeah. take... I can't remember exactly, but it's sort of like take uh, four days of dust... <laughs> um, throw in countless bottles of tequila and yeah. uh, good music and uh, tons of winter loggers and mix. That's nice. basically it. Yeah. So yeah, but, but <laughs> I mean, you, t- you could probably describe it as a like a, a proper international, a proper festival. It's yeah, up to international standards in a way. Yeah, I, uh, I think. But so, it's definitely. very unique in a way because there's nothing like it in the rest of the world. Yeah, there's no there's no bushveld in Australia. Mm-hmm. There's no bushveld in the UK or yeah. in, so like, there's n- there's no in world where you'd go to an arid place like that and actually have a festival. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, that's what also makes it. It is different. It's awesome. And it's so uniquely yo. South African as well. Because I mean, like the whole dust aspect, dude. Mm. The dust is just so crazy. <laughs> yeah, obviously it is. That is. That will always be my favorite festival. It's a pity yeah. that it's not being held this year. Yeah. Um. But of also, I mean, over the years, there's been a few Ram Fests. I'm glad they're back this year, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and then up the creek, I've been to twice. That's in the Western Cape. Yeah. That's that's a fun festival. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. I'd say the festivals that are like uh, that I love the most, apart from a copy, that have crept into me completely. As one's Millipop. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing like Millipop. Is uh, it? Even though they couldn't figure out exactly when to all that, until they got it right in March, the yeah. right year, and then last year it decided to rain, <laughs> which wasn't a good thing. But oh, they man. managed it very well. I have yeah, to yeah. admit that. And uh, the other one is uh, Straven Mozambique. There's yeah. nothing like that festival. Oh, yeah? Is, is that the one on the beach? It's actually that not on the beach. Yeah, um, yeah. They'll have a beach party on the first night. Yeah, yeah. And there's two stages set up that don't run concurrently. Like one yeah. run during, runs during the day and it's on the deck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one that runs... Um, and then the other stage runs, which is actually literally standing in the sand barefoot watching bands. Nice. And you're 200 meters away from Ocean. Dude, that sounds gorgeous. So, and, and that started because... Um, there was people diving regularly in Mozambique in 2004, and okay, they okay. wanted they wanted like uh, entertainment when they get yeah. back. And ca- so they yeah. spoke to one guy and says, "Just bring some bands, and start playing." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Strab actually stands for Subterranean Rhythm and Blues, and <laughs> that is a pun on the Bob Dylan song. And yeah, yeah, that yeah. was coined by Pete Buerta. Nice. Yeah. So, and I so said it wasn't actually a festival, the first one. Yeah, yeah. But it's been going for the last 15 years. Dude. And it's limited. There's only 1,000 tickets for it. Yeah, yeah. And they won't make it bigger because that's the only amount of people that actual resort can take. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. It's, that's what also makes it kind of special in a way. It does, definitely. You literally feel that 
Yeah. You were family. That's yeah, how I feel. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's so weird because you look at like the fire festival issue that happened, what was it like a year ago? Yeah. And then uh, they want to go to this crazy beach and like this tropical island and watch the best bands and that kind of thing. Meanwhile, we've had it here for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> There's also Brush Fry and uh, Swaziland. I haven't been to that. That's, Is it? Uh, that's actually big. It's more than 15,000 people. Whoa. That's awesome. Yeah. And then. Um, the same venue for Strab is also used for Mazen Boogie, which is a mm-hmm. trance festival. Oh, yeah. Um, which is, uh, I don't think I really go to that, but. Yeah, uh, I'm, not <laughs> I'm not a trance fan. I'm not a trance fan either. Not really. Yeah, I went yeah. through my phase in the 90s. I won't go into that. But, <laughs> um, but I mean, so it, it's, in the end, is I think the way it's going now is. Uh, I think the age of, in South Africa particularly, the age of the big festival is kind of like dying. You'll have your yeah. day fest to like 15,000 people here and there. Yeah, yeah. But your three day, the way yeah. that Obikopi kind of used to be. Yeah, yeah. That sort of like died down and mm. people are craving a bit more of a, like an intimate experience. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what Strav and things like Medipop are giving you. So yeah, well. yeah. No, that is so cool. I mean, I remember... Um, one of the last Thornfests, uh, yonks ago. Do you remember Thornfest? It was like a big. I remember that I actually never went to one though. Yeah, yeah. No. You didn't lose out on it. <laughs> yeah. The last Thornfest apparently was just so bad. Yeah. And then uh, there was also an epic metal fest called Motherfud, which is also pretty. I've heard big. a lot about that, but actually, yeah. I, I kind of missed that sort of like part of the scene at one point. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know why, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. A lot of the gigs and everything move around you. I mm. mean, like, you, you can only really take in so much information at any given time sweet dude okay wow, 20 opicopies that's madness well um shout out to my friend nino has actually done one more than me oh yeah <laughs> and he's not the person i know that's been to more than that so you see 21 opicopies on top of a 21 opicopies i think i've done about 50 pork acoustics oh really so, dude that's 50, awesome that's about half of them that's been held over years they're yeah. doing the 100th one end of the year in December. No, nice. actually reuniting Reformierde Blues Band for that, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. That they is cool. Two, they're, they're, but they're also playing two other shows. Yeah. And But one of the shows they're playing, Pretoria, is at Pork Acoustics. Yeah, yeah. And Anu is flying through from New Zealand for the Narrow as well. So you'll have the Narrow, Jack Barrow, and Reformierde yeah. Blues Band. Yeah. And that's not always on the lineup, by the way. <laughs> you, can go, you can go check that out on Facebook. It's somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Alrighty. Uh, the last thing I want to have a chat about is how did the latest wool funding go for you? Because your you, you, other camera got busted. And then you yeah, well, what actually happened is I was at Boutique Form Festival at yeah. Tweefontein, um, Malkray. If you haven't been there, it's actually a, a like a place for a jewel. Nice, man. Um, and that's also where they've done that 70s festival the last three years. Nice. Um, so I went to Boutique Form and it was raining. So mm-hmm. I actually slipped and I managed <laughs> to crack my freaking LCD Oof. while trying to protect my camera. Yeah, yeah. But it's been worn out completely. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, the light meter on that thing was completely shit-faced. <laughs> um, I literally had to shift up everything on high to get proper light into it and yeah. dark. But yeah, I still yeah, yeah. managed doing it and... Uh, photos were getting more and more grainy oh really so um and i really needed a replacement and at the time i didn't have any cash for it so shout out to gifford from matkakio actually gave me a few ideas yeah um because i actually initially wanted to do it for photo shoots and he says like anyone can take photos you need to give them value back in some way and yeah yeah so i decided to do the whole value thing where i actually um 
offered packages mm-hmm. where I give people a space on running horse drawn that's permanently there. Yeah, and yeah. Um, that actually worked pretty well. I ended up reaching my tipping point and I have a new camera now. So. Nice. That's so cool. Shout out to everyone who donated. And, yeah. Um, and oh, yeah. Your, that's awesome. Helping out a wolf, man. Okay, mm. groovy. Let's repeat the links again. It's RWR Rant. It's rwrant.co.za. Yeah. And then uh, RWR Rant on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah, yeah you can find it somehow. Just look for Running Horse Rant or RWR Rant. You'll find it on yeah, one yeah. of those three. And then if they want to follow you on Twitter, it's at Henry Kruger. At Henry Kruger. Cool. Yes, that's fine. I also have a Henry Kruger photography page nice. that sort of ties in. Um, I'm still deciding what to do with it because <laughs> I'm posting most of the photos on Rant. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's about it. Sweet, dude. I think we've covered everything. Thank you so much, man. Thank you very much. Sweet, dude. Sweet. Awesome. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.